Hello, and welcome to Off Curve. I am Steve Lubitz, a.k.a. Wicked Good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone on my drive home from the train station. And it is... Oh, shoot, I did it again. I forgot the date. <laughs> I did it again. Uh, October 10th. October 10th. Thank you. I, I'm... I'm happy to be joined by a, guest, by a very special guest this week, as you have probably already surmised. So I am joined by Sabriel Masson, who is the social diva at Overbuff and host of Pulse Bomb Ready, which is a video series about competitive Overwatch and a newly reborn Hearthstone player. <laughs> so, Sabriel, thank you for coming on. I, I'm very happy we get to podcast together again. Um, yeah, it's been far too long, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure. It's always fun to talk to you. And... Um, and, and one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on is because, you know, because you have gotten back into Hearthstone recently. And I know that a lot of my listeners are not not ready for the tips that I'm talking about at a high level, high level play. And I want to make sure that, you know, we can help out as many people as we can. So I'm really happy to have you on and try to help you out. And hopefully, uh, you know, anybody else who's listening by proxy. So I am happy to be your guinea pig. Awesome. So uh, before we get into that real, real quick, and I'll go super fast on uh, my ladder progress this month, I have, as of this morning, gotten myself up to rank two, which I'm, is like ridiculous <laughs> for this early in the month, but, pre but Big Priest is the truth. So uh, I actually, if you go over to offcurve.com, I actually, I should be mentioning this more on the, in the show as normal, but I actually post all the links to all the decks that I talk about on offcurve.com and I put a guide up to Big Priest so you can go check that out and I also was um, guesting on Major Death Stream on Saturday and I coached him through like four games including one game against the greediest uh, Raza Kazakis Priest I've literally ever seen so go watch that if you want to get some insight on in how to play the deck it was, uh, it was a pretty good session even though we went two and two but you know our good friend Yogg Saran showed up for one of those losses so <laughs> it's two, two and one in an asterisk, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, um, so I'm, I, you know, I'm hopeful for getting a legend, but I never expect it. But you know, this is pretty good for this early, and, and Big Priest is treating me well, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, but enough about me. So, I, so Sabre, what has gotten you? So you were, you're, you're obviously big into Blizzard. You've been, you, you know, you're working professionally in Overwatch. What got you back into Hearthstone? Because you played like a long time ago, right? And then you. You yeah, put it away for a while and, and went over right to the launch. dark side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> right at launch, uh, joined the dark side with every other Blizzard game. But I really wanted to play on mobile. And at the time, I didn't have a phone that could really do that. And about a month and a half ago or so, I picked up the Pixel from Google. And I was able to play okay. on my phone again. That's that's good. So so that's the that's the one thing that was holding you back, was just having to sit down in front of a computer and... Because you could basically be playing like any other game when you're sitting in front of your computer and probably playing Overwatch instead. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, um, it's it's a yeah, that's exactly it, actually. Yeah. So, so did you have did you have much of a collection from back in beta, or are you pretty much are starting like fresh no, I, right now? I probably played for a week or two after the official launch of the game, and so I had did not have a very large collection at all. I think maybe I had one hero to level ten or twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're did did I get you? Oh, that's right. Because I was trying. You were just far enough. The Morgul the Oracle refer a friend thing came out that you were just like just beyond the point where you could get me a Morgul, right? That's if I right. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, about that. yeah. That was that was ancient history. Wow. Okay. <laughs> ancient history. Yeah. 
I've had that. I've, got, I've had that that lovely Morlock for so long. I've forgotten about it. But um, so so you. I mean, so you've been playing pretty consistently since then. So what's your? Have you gone into rank yet, or have you just been sticking to casual up to now? I've been sticking to casual since I came back. Actually, I had to take about a couple week break because of some major Overwatch things had come out and happened. But yeah. So I've, I've not dived back into rank. I think I had reached maybe twenty before quitting. Okay, in ranked. Yeah, but that that's, was that's fine season? though. I mean, that's good. I mean, I that mean, was... for you know, I mean, that's that's where they want you to get just to get your card back. So there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're getting right. yourself to twenty, that means you're at least winning games. So at least it was. I mean, uh, coming back has been a quite an experience. So, so what are you what are you struggling with? I mean, I know that you know we've talked and you, you've been messaging me uh, lots of four letter words about a certain old <laughs> god who. <laughs> has been has been the the source of most of your nightmares but like what have you been what what's been your experience like coming into the game fresh with like just with the the, you know the cards on your back basically that there is virtually no help in game to get you restarted uh nothing i had to just dive in and start playing and trying things out like i understand most blizzard games you have to go outside of the game to research what you need to do but as a newbie i feel like i should be able to do like a starter deck and not have like what does this ability do what does this do what in the world is this <laughs> like they had a lot of new uh what do they call them verbs here or yeah keywords yeah keywords like uh death rattle was a new thing to me uh um i think freezing yeah, allies even? like chart like chart charge and and charge i knew and stuff and like that. yeah yeah charge is basically the magical equivalent of um or not being tapped when you come out oh uh uh, oh god, I don't even remember. It's been so long since I play Magic. Yeah, I same here. Now. Yeah. So like some concepts um, I was able to get, but I wish there was a more like of a, diff- a dictionary instead of needing me to. I mean, sure, you can mouse over the card when you get over in the game or tap it, and I figured that out. It took me a bit to figure that out, even. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it's not very newbie friendly or returning player friendly. Yeah, it's and there's a lot that they they kind of teach you the wrong things at first too like if i remember correctly like they have you throwing fireballs at face in the tutorial which is something that you almost never do unless you have lethal on board and you're finishing somebody off but that's like oh yeah you have a fireball go throw it at the, go throw it in your opponent's face this is a good thing to do and it uh-huh. takes you a while to unlearn those things that they teach you in the in the tutorial if i remember correctly and it's been a long time but Maybe I should have read the tutorial. I figured I could just dive right in. But I mean, I understand the basics, yeah. and that's not the problem. I mean, like, yeah, you play Magic, so yeah. I mean, that's it's not that different. No, no, and I played Star Trek the card game. <laughs> oh, I, rem- I I remember Star Trek the card. I, I, oh, I'm, I'm getting confused with Star Wars the card game, which I also played. Way but back yeah, long. but it has resources, and I understand that. But yeah. the card game basics are not new to me. It's just the terminology, yeah. and um, what are they called? Dust is that what they call it here too? Yeah. Yeah, dust. it's. Yeah, it's back when I was first starting. I remember they they didn't the the button to dust all your cards was not clear, and I didn't press it for a really long time because I thought it was just going to dust my entire collection. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what is dust? How do I get dust? I don't understand what this is. And yep. then it takes you a long time to to get the cards you need for any particular deck. Right. Um, even a budget deck is like a big investment for a while, especially if you're only free to play. Yeah. Um... I remember complaining to you on Twitter and then some very friendly people came on to give advice and yeah. I had to tell them like, 
you're describing chess to someone who's playing checkers. Like, yeah. Well, like, they're also telling. They're also, you know, offering you rares and rares and epics to put into your deck that you're not going to have as a as a brand new free to play player. Right. Either. Right. And so I it's, appreciated the sentiment, but <laughs> it wasn't all that helpful. And someone even said, "Oh, just import your deck list." I'm like, "What?" And there's nothing in game that tells you, like, just click here to import. I yeah, had to learn yeah, how to it's kind of like happens magically once you do it. And even like me, you know, I mean, they just put that in a couple months ago. And even like the first time I did it, I'm like, well, where, where, what? And then, you know, it just kind of happens. Then it's, it's not really clear, like how you get it to go in. Mm-hmm. Cause you just like start, like you're going to do a new deck. Like, oh, Hey, you have this thing on your clipboard. Like, how would you know to do that if it doesn't tell you? Yeah, absolutely. You have no idea. Yeah. So, so what have you been playing? Like, what kind of a deck have you been playing? Have you just right like now, picked one class I, and stuck with it, or I came back with Mage, and I'm appreciating Mage again. I also just most recently I've been trying to level up my Warlock, which apparently Ooh. was at level two. I didn't. I don't know anything. I was like, oh, oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's good. That's good timing, actually. With the new, I don't know if you saw. I don't know how closely you follow the Hearthstoners, but they they just announced a new Warlock hero portrait that oh. they're going to be giving out at fireside gatherings. If you go to one of those, it is, oh, I forget what her name is, like Nemzy Fizzle, Nemzy Wizzle Fizz or something like that. And <laughs> it, she's like this, this no, this steampunk gnome oh, with, awesome. with these, with goggles and she's riding on top of a bog creeper and, and I need to drive to a fireside to be able to figure out how to get one of these. That's because so cool. It's amazing. Yeah. But what's a fireside? Um, so a fireside is like an in-person Hearthstone well, not really tournament, but like, uh, like kind of like the equivalent of like a fire, a Friday Night Magic type of thing for Hearthstone. Oh, okay, okay. And you know, so you go to one of those, and they have a special brawl where there was one recently, I think, where you, um, you you all team up to take on the Lich King who has like ten thousand or a hundred thousand hit points, and you just try to whittle them down one by one. And then they have things that like this that they'll give away, um, these kinds of promotions. So oh, it's so cool. Uh, it, yeah. Maybe they'll have something like that at BlizzCon. Yeah, they will. They will at Con Before the Storm. They will definitely have one. All right, I'll see if I can um, help get you one. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just saw. Well, I, I have to go myself. I don't think you can give it to me, but you can get one for yourself. Oh darn! Least, but darn. Yeah, um, I have to just drive to somewhere in like New Hampshire or something like that, which is terrible. But I'll probably <laughs> do it anyway. Um, so, so it, as far as it, I mean, Warlock's actually a really good place to start right now because the. Warlock, what's called a zoo deck, is actually pretty, pretty good as far as I mean. You're not really going to be worrying about meta decks too much, but there are enough cards to make it worth playing right now. Um, I was actually just playing around with a a budget version that may still be out of your reach if you're just collecting cards for the last month and a half. But I can probably redo it with more budget with more basic cards to because um, you know zoo decks are just like a bunch of little guys who just keep buffing each other and taking trades on the board where you're getting getting more value out of your little guys and then eventually you just kind of overwhelm them and then and then beat up their face okay i can follow that yeah. kind of idea yeah it's kind of like the equivalent of like a white weenies deck from magic if you if you remember back that far not to that some one, extent no. <laughs> yeah but so you basically like play like little demons and then you play something like a dire wolf alpha which buffs all the guys on the other on each side of them so you get you get their attack up, and then they trade up with a bigger minion, and then you have minions that will eat other minions and then be bigger, and then eventually you just kind of throw down a, a charging five seven and hit them in the face a bunch, and 
you can since you can life tap every turn and you don't really worry about your health too much then you just keep every turn there they're drawing one card and you're drawing two so you just keep throwing things down and they can never kind of keep a minion on board mm -hmm. and then eventually you just kind of overwhelm them interesting i so i can follow that concept doing is another another question but i can yeah. follow that like, like yeah okay. there yeah there there are some one of the good I think it still it still holds up. There's a a player named a pro player named Trump who is not the same Trump. I've seen him play. Um, I've, I've watched watched some matches. With theirs. Yeah, so he very long ago did a de uh, like a deck teachings uh, series that I'll I'll link in the show notes too, where he talks about a lot of he actually takes a lot of decks of basic cards and then uses those to explain kind of fundamental concepts of the game like value trading and card advantage which is where you basically try to get more you try to play you know one card for every two of theirs and eventually you just have more resources by the end of the game and you went out that way and you know playing aggressively and, and different things like that mm -hmm. and that's you know with those basic decks you can kind of learn the the fundamentals that you need in order to to get you, you can probably get to rank 15 with one of those decks i would imagine oh wow okay. and then and then once you get there then you really kind of need to start finding a meta deck but by then you kind of know if you're if you want to be you know putting the time and the energy into getting a collection together right on right on and and if you want to if you are inclined to spend any money on the game you played wow right oh yeah yeah so one night in karazhan um the adventure it will give you 45 cards that are pretty key for um for warlock and and if you played through i didn't but i'm told <laughs> that if you played through the the karazhan raid in wow mm -hmm. this is like a very whimsical take on like oh. what it used to be before before karazhan was karazhan in wow okay okay yeah um, i actually played the intro adventure to that yeah yeah so you got the you got the firelands portal and the raven yeah yeah so the rest of it is especially like if you played through the chess part of the raid like there's a there's a recreation of that in Hearthstone that's really clever. Okay. So yeah. even just like the, the single player content is is fun, and you'll probably get more of the jokes than I did being a wild player. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the cards that they give you, especially for Warlock, are really good um, because they give you they they revolve around cards that discard other cards, so you can start using those to um, you know to kind of get some advantages there as well. Cool. Speaking yeah. of the raids, I tried also jumping jumping into Ice Crown Citadel. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the concept of having to do 30 some odd damage or 20 some odd damage to Maragar in one turn to kill him. Uh, like, I have no idea how I would ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, those are, the, so, so this is kind of a problem with those raids is that the single play, and the single player content in like One Night of Karazhan is designed to be a lot easier because they want you to get the cards that, that are with it. And this is kind of like extra content. So it was designed to be more difficult. Um, the way that you would do something like that is, well, I guess the way I did it was with a Jade Druid deck, which is going to have a lot of cards that you probably don't have yet from, um, Mean Streets of Gadgets in. So, and, and you probably wouldn't even really want to be spending that kind of money on, on Gadgets in anyway, because it's, uh, it's not necessarily going to be a really good use of your, of your money if you're, um, if they're rotating out, right, but, right. but what you probably would want to, but what, anyway, so what I did with that was there's a deck that's very big in the meta right now called Jade Druid, where you, every, every Jade card that you play 
puts out a minion that's um, one that's one one bigger than the, than the one before it. So you play the first one, it's one one. It, the second one gives you a two two, and so on and so forth. And there's one card that will shuffle three copies of itself into your deck. So you basically just keep not dying and playing those until you get like thirty attack worth of those guys ah, out on, the, on one turn, and then just hit them in the face. All right. So it's one of those instances where you just got to keep playing to get the cards. Yeah, I mean, and and those cards specifically are all cards in one expansion that you probably don't want to be putting a whole lot of gold into because they're going away in six months. All right. Um, if you're if you're not going to be, I mean, it's probably going to take you until the next standard rotation if you're playing, you know, consistently to get up enough of a um, of a collection in order to be able to in order to be able to play like competitive decks. But I think it's good to you know learn kind of the budget versions of those along the way. Mm-hmm. And then you could kind of get there. Do you know the trick about maxing your gold, by the way? Uh, no, no. I... Okay. Okay. So this this is this is this will be helpful for you as you're building your uh, as you're building your collection up. So um, you can re-roll one of your quests every day. So, which it also doesn't tell you, by the way. No. Well, actually, <laughs> so actually, like right now little... I still have this huge quest where I have to do X hundreds of damage to an enemy player. Oh yeah, you just keep playing until they, until you do that, and then you're uh, and then you're good. What you can do is every the, the quests are usually either 40, 50, 60, the the friends quest is 80, or there's a couple of hundred gold quests, not very many of them. And in general, if you re-roll all of the 40 gold quests or just don't do them until the next day when you can re-roll one re-roll one, then eventually you'll end up building up more gold that way. Makes sense. I can yeah. Just get rid of the low, the low crap. Yeah, exactly. So you like you don't waste your time. Since you only get one one a day, if you're spending your gold on like a fifty or sixty gold quest quest every day, instead of like a dinky forty gold quest, eventually that'll end up. You know, it takes you a while, but eventually it ends up equaling out to more gold over the long term. Like I have uh, a blister guy who's a friend of mine who does the Walk of Work podcast. He's still like he has a he probably has close to a full collection by now, and he like religiously throws away forty gold quests. Still, so you know, it, it's something that you, I, I do too, like as as I can. So oh, you, get, you get in the habit of doing it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If you just throw away the forty gold quest, you can kind of build up your gold faster. And and arena kind of helps with that too. If you start playing arena, because you get a pack and then you get some of the gold back. So if you start getting like you know good enough to play like to get like you know three or four wins in an arena run, then eventually you start making enough gold back that it, you make a little bit back on every run and then you still get the pack from Frozen Throne for every one of those. Very cool. So what else, so what else, what else are you, um, what else are you struggling with? Like what are, what other things are like not clear to you from the lovely tutorial and the in-game help that's, that's there? Well, heck, even just the idea of what to dust or what do I want to craft? Like, I have no idea. There's so many choices and like, like dusting, I think you just get rid of the duplicates and you have more than two of, is that right? Yeah, yeah. You, you probably want to do that and pretty much nothing else at this point. I, I would say there, there's a point where if you're close to a deck that you want to build, that you can, like, there. if there's an epic that's really kind of horrible, you can dust it. But it's hard to tell, like, when you're, when you're just starting out, like, what's good and what's not. So you're probably better off not doing that until you kind of have a better idea of, like, what's in the meta and what's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and even legendaries are like it's tough, right? Because like if you dust the legendary, you get four hundred dust, but that's 
you, you don't know if you're going to need that later on. Like I dusted a Deathwing early on and then it turned out Deathwing was back in the meta and I needed to, and I needed to recraft it later. Oh, man. And that's 1600 dust. So it's not, it's not super, uh, it's not super clear. Um, I would say just stick with dusting the duplicates for right now. Um, and then you should look at, there are uh, resources for budget decks that will either basic decks or budget decks. I'll send you a link, but I'll put it also in the show notes that are like the meta decks or they're, they're kind of close, but they stick to more of the basic cards and commons and rares. Uh, like I was talking about with that zoo deck, there's others that are, you know, basically kind of like you get the idea of playing the deck and it's got enough cards that you probably will beat a lot of people up to like rank, rank 20, just from having a, a, a deck. That's not just, I have a bunch of cards in my collection. All right. So, yeah, so that, that, that's one way that you can do it too. But I would really not worry super a lot about dust until the point where you're really like looking at a deck and like, I need these three cards and then you, you dust a bunch of stuff to get them. But it, it's, it's tough early on and you can end up dusting stuff that you end up need later and you end up costing yourself more in the long run. Um, the only things that I would say to dust right now are if you happen to have copies of Spreading Plague from Frozen Throne, while they're giving the dust refund just because they nerf those and then you get a full dust refund on anything you dust like within a month so that you probably just dust because you can always just hold on to that dust and make them again if you need them but other than that i would just i would just hold off ignore Um, that whole function sounds good yeah yeah just press the button when when it tells you to press the button (laughs) just kind of like you know if you happen to have enough for like a comment or two that you need then just do it but other than that i wouldn't I wouldn't spend too much time, uh, you know, worrying about that until you're you're closer to building, you know, a full deck, and you're just kind of like a couple cards off. Like cool. even now, I don't I don't craft anything unless I'm like one or two cards away from something for the most part, which doesn't keep me from making bad decisions anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> good call. <laughs> uh, um, well, this is great. I th- we should probably. Um, I mean, unless you have anything else that you want to ask, we should probably wrap it up here. No, that's um, a good place. That's a good place. Yeah, um, I've been so- enjoying. The- you haven't seen me online. It's probably because I've been enjoying the offline mode in the in the beta. Oh yeah, yeah. I just found out. I was listening to Velen's Chosen today, and I found out that apparently you can set a portrait, and there's a portrait of Sir Finley Murgleton, who is probably before your time. He's a Murloc from League of Explorers, who wears a, an explorer's hat and a monocle and has a lovely English accent. <laughs> and he is one of my favorite things in the world. So I am signing, I'm, I'm, you know, downloading the, the Battle.net beta and setting that up as my portrait as soon as I get home. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Saber, where can people find you if they want to uh, learn more about, about Overwatch and, um, you know, see you popping people in the head with mercy on a regular basis? <laughs> so I usually tell people to go to Twitter and find me at, at Sabreality, but half the time I can't even spell my own username. So go to sabriel.me and you'll have links to all my socials. Every single thing that I do in the online world is there. Awesome. And uh, as always, you can go to, you can go to offcurve.com to find the show notes from, from this show and, and find the deck guide on Big Priest. You can also... Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Wicked Good. You can follow the show's account to just get notifications of uh, episodes. And when I go off and do something like write a big priest guide at Off Curve, um, you can follow me on Twitch. Uh, I'm Wicked Good FM. I actually downloaded a copy of Windows, so I'm that much closer to actually being able to stream again. Maybe. <laughs> um, you can listen to my other podcast, uh, Disruption, where I talk about tech and how it affects our lives. And of course, 
Um, if you can uh, leave a review on iTunes, it super helps out the show and helps people find me. And uh, if you are so inclined and want to friend me on Battle.net, I'm wicked good. Hashtag 1535. Just please let, you know, shoot me a note on Twitter and let me know who you are so that I know that you're not somebody who's super salty after me uh, yasharaging them in the face three or four times. <laughs> so <laughs> it, that's, a, that's a thing that happens. And um, I, I don't know if you, you – hopefully you've been lucky enough to dodge some of the negativity because it's, it's pretty hard to – it's pretty hard to be negative – to be toxic. But the one way they do it is they send you a friend request after the uh, – after the game's over, and then they tell you exactly what they thought of your playability. Oh my gosh, I've avoided this, <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't accept friend requests from people who I think might be salty, but I am happy to accept them from listeners, so uh, so do that. Uh, Sabriel, thank you again for coming on the show. It is a lot of fun. I'm really happy to, to get you on, and uh, I hope that this helps you, uh, you know, find, you know, find the joy in Hearthstone to fit it in between uh, Overwatch games. Oh yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's so great talking to you again, and we will shall see. Awesome. All right. Anyway, have a good one until next week. Talk to you soon. Take care. <laughs>